What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 14 of Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, are my two good friends, Ray Volo and Dean Montalbano. In today's episode, we're doing a very special degenerate player prop episode where we will each give you five props that we like, two at plus 200 and under, two at plus 200 to plus 500, and then one bet plus 500 and above, an absolutely degenerate pod for the boys. Let's go. Two days away, fellas. How are we feeling? I'm a little mentally drained, to be honest. I don't know how I'm going to make it through these next two days of work, but this is getting me a little pumped up. We have to fucking uh, go to our fucking roots and just talk about what kind of degenerate bets we're fucking placing. I love this. Seriously, uh, feeling pissed that still need to work two full days, but... You have to work one. Don't fucking lie to the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took off Thursday. I have to take holy a, shit. I have to take a huge test. Caught in a lot. That, that, you... that has to be equivalent to work. I'm, I'm confused because I was told by a inside source that it was not your test that was being done on Thursday. It was someone else's. <laughs> yeah, you fucking. Oh, I thought, and the thing is, I thought I misheard you. I'll have to do a test. And I, t- I told her, I'm like, I don't know if I misheard him or if he just <laughs> lied to go. me. And she's in the background doing a test. Did I say say it was specifically mine? Caught in a web of lies, Dean. Live on a pod. Holy shit. This is the degenerate pod. Way to fucking start it off, you scumbag. (laughs) Pit boss Dean. Pit boss Dean on his favorite fucking day. Talking (laughs) props. Come on, let's just talk these fucking props and make make the fans some money. Come on. Holy shit. I can't. We, this, at least we have a good title for our episode. Dean caught oh. the web. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> let's go. We're going to start with Ray. Uh, give me your first lock plus 200 and under. What are we thinking? Oh, my bad. First lock? I yeah. Mean, first... I, I wouldn't call this a lock, but my first one I like under plus 200 under. Uh, I'm going Kenny Pickett, first quarterback taken, uh, plus 135. I just, you know, threw a little uni on it. Uh, I really like I, – I think it makes the most sense. I don't understand how he's not the favorite, to be honest. I think he's the most pro-ready, and I don't think Detroit's going QB2. Agreed. And I think if I think it's if you look at the quarterback team needs, it's going to be Carolina. They're not going Malik Wills. If they go quarterback, they want someone coming in right away. They won't pick it. It's sure. going to be Pickett. Yeah, I don't know. After I that mean- – they're they're saying that they love cross at, at six. I mean, I could see that, but I'm saying after that, Atlanta. I don't see Atlanta going uh, Malik Willis personally. I think that Kenny Pickett kind of fits the mold that Arthur Smith likes. Kind of he has that little Tannehill vibe to him too. He's got he's mobile. He's got a good arm. He's accurate. Can read the defenses. Um, I think it's just I think it's a really good fit there. Actually, we'll talk about that more later. But I don't know. I really like Pickett being the first QB. I don't see how Malik goes ahead of him. All right. I like it. All right, Dean. Give me your Taylor first one. Fade. Taylor Fade, though. Taylor oh, Fade. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Uh, mine, my first is going to be team to pick Willis, and that's going to be Pitt plus 150. I think it's almost set in stone that the Saints, even though that trade was very, very odd, and I'm still confused by it today, uh, the one that, of course, they did with the Eagles where they kind of shifted around they and they, they did a pick swap, 19 and uh, what, 19 and 18. And then they also were able to acquire 16 from Philly 
and in exchange for a ton of other picks. And I think one more pick swap. Uh, not going to go into the details of that, but I really think Willis, because uh, I agree with Ray, I don't think Willis is going in the top 10, going to those teams. I don't think he's going to go to Detroit either. And after that, I really believe that you may be thinking that he could go to New Orleans. But I really think that they believe they're a player this year and have a really good chance of making it to the NFC uh, playoffs. Uh, of course, that conference is pretty atrocious. Run it with Jameis. And I think they're, I think they believe they're a tackle, which there should be a solid one still in that area. Cross could possibly be there. It's not crazy. Or if maybe they like penning and then they go wide receiver with Olave, kind of do an Ohio State pairing with Michael Thomas. And I think they they believe they're making a run. Um, so I think that Pitt taking him, whether they whether they go up or they just sit at 20 and get Malik, which I think is very likely. I I, I honestly love this pick. I I would fucking glock it. I don't I don't think Mike Tomlin is good at keeping secrets. When you watch the pro day of Malik Willis, I, I think I saw more Mike Tomlin than Malik Willis. Um, and I don't know. I, I just feel like they, they love him. I know it's a popular pick. I, I think Chris sprinkled on that too. Um, I'm of the mindset. I'll believe that when I see it. I don't, for some reason, I just don't think Pittsburgh's going QB. I think it's um, their GM's last year, his last draft. I feel like it'd be kind of odd, like organizational, like uh, building, I guess, to, have your GM take a quarterback like in the first round, right when they're leaving. I think, I the, Ravens, Legacy I think the Ravens did it, but I don't know. I I, I think that um they're going to probably try to address offensive line or a fit. I really like would be Jordan Davis at 20, or if they move up, I, I think really there's like no Jordan. shot. Jordan Davis is there, but I a hundred percent agree with what you said before. If I am Pitt, I'm without a doubt taking Linderbaum at 20. I, I think I love that fit for them. A little mauler, a little, uh, a little Marquise Pouncey kind of kind of reestablished that old line uh, through the set, through the middle like they like they did before, but uh, I don't know. I just I just think Tomlin loves this guy. I really do. I don't, uh, Dean. I kind of uh, I kind of see what you're seeing with the Saints possibly moving up, though. I don't think Saints stay quarterback there. That that that's the main reason of this of this uh, prop pick in my, opinion. I don't know. I'm thinking the opposite because I just think it was such a weird move to give up capital next year um, no, I don't to care. not take quarterback. And they did it before, like way before the draft, they weren't even waiting to see what draft night held. If guys were falling, that's mm -hmm. my theory. And that reflects in one of um, my later picks, but we'll get to that. But um, I'm with it. It's crazy that I think like two weeks ago, it felt like, there could be two quarterbacks in the top 10. And now it's like the first yeah, one might not I get taken moved. until 20. I, I mean, we've said, did it actually feel like me, two quarterbacks? Me and, Ray, me and Ray have been, I don't know. Like, very, I mean, maybe I mean, it has one, I thought around, I thought, around, I, I really thought winter. that Carolina was going to, would take one. I don't think it anymore. They were saying it was like for sure, but I will say this me and Ray have been rock solid, consistent on this. We have not moved where we believe quarterbacks are going to go. Fair enough. All right, um, so my first one I have is Kyle Hamilton, um, over 10 and a half. Um, I really like this one. Kyle Hamilton is one of my favorite players in this draft, um, but Ray always preaches it. The safeties, 
They're just not going to get taken high anymore. Um, you saw what happened. The fallout with Jamal Adams now. The Jets, the reason the Jets have all this capital. What was the line on that? Uh, let me get that out. One sec. I had that at minus 110. I figured uh, you around there. Yeah. I think that's a good bet. Yeah. I I just really don't see the fit for him anywhere um, in the top 10 unless Houston takes him there. But it's been all the past few days that Derek Singley is like locked into Houston, which is honestly crazy to me. Ray, Ray's not buying it. Ray, you, said, you think they could take sauce after all this? Fuck yeah, I think they could take sauce. I was going <laughs> to sprinkle on it too. I, I, I kind of pussied out though. I think it's like plus two something. I like. I still, um, I still, I still think that's where Icky goes. You, I can see that too. The only thing with the Kyle Hamilton one, Charles, I don't like. I think the I really do think the Giants have a chance to take him. I can really? see. That. So and I can, my, I can see Atlanta taking him. To be honest. So this is also going to fade into one of my later picks, um, but the way I feel the board is going to go. I see the Giants having a really good opportunity to take offensive line and the defensive line. I'll mm-hmm. get into that later. Or, but I really or, think that the first spot for Kyle Hamilton is at 11 um, with Washington. I think that's a really good fit for I him, I love that too. spot for him, and too. And that's a spot that he's been popularly mocked. Apparently, that spot is like 1,000% going to wide receiver. But um, as we know, this is liar ass off season. Um, yeah. But I do like that spot at, at 11. Um but even after that, like, I don't know where the fuck he would go. And he might just keep falling, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, so I really love Kyle Hamilton over 10 and a half. Um, you said that was what, minus 110? Minus 110. I haven't checked on it. What it is okay. now? Because I took, took everything a few days ago. Um, but all right, Ray, give me your second one. Uh, plus 200 and under. Uh, plus my second one is going to be under six and a half big 10 players taken plus 103 we've been talking about this all day yeah i mean this one <laughs> i love this I'm one going back and forth i i'm what still i'm confident on it plus money <laughs> oh my. plus money and i have it as four big 10 players going to be locked to go top 22 i would agree they're not even locked i can see daxton falling but it's going to be uh i think dax is aiden aiden garrett wilson dax probably wow. Olave. I'm not going to call Dax a lock. Fuck it. I'm calling three locks in Olave. <laughs> and then there's about seven maybes, which is what's a little concerning, but I'll take my chances. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to let me see them. Let's just talk it through. Yeah. So Dax Hill, four. Yes. Carl uh, Loftus, five. Carl Loftus, Dotson, Epicette, Linder, Epicette, Mafe. Mafe and it's six and a half and Ojabo possibly. I don't think I don't think I don't think Ojabo will be taken. Uh, Especially if Mafe and Carlos are taken. That that's really hard. That's really hard. I mean, it's plus money. I think what honestly what got to me too is all these reports that uh, Carlos and Linder are falling are falling. I think that's sucking. I think Dotson. I think Dotson's falling too. I think Carlos is definitely going to be taken in the first round still. I think if the receivers fall, which I have for some reason I have a feeling receivers and corners may fall a little bit. I feel like they kind of always do. Then I can see Dotson falling out. I I, I see it too, and I don't think Epikete gets in either. Yeah, my, well, I'm not a fan of Epikete. That's well well documented. But I am. A I boy. think Linder 
I think Linder probably gets in. But I don't he know. He doesn't though. It's actually crazy how many maybes there are. There's a ton really of maybes. Full-fledged. So They're full fledged maybes. I would say, I would say, in my opinion, there's five that that I feel very confident will be first rounders, and that's obviously just that's just going to be the addition of Carl Loftus, in my opinion. Uh, but I can't. But then where, where are those other two? Like wow. I, I genuinely don't know. Because <laughs> I, I think a lot of those teams. I can see Christian Watson being taken over Dotson. I think that would be Dotson falling out of the first if that happened, or maybe a Pickens. That would be that would definitely result in Dotson falling out. Like so I, I, in their I, feel Linder, like a, I feel like a lot of these teams too, like late, um, like they're picking between like like Tennessee, like uh or Dallas, like picking between Carl Loftus and Moffat. Then only one gets in. And some of these other teams like don't have the same area of needs. I mean, wide receiver is a popular spot at the back with Kansas City and, yeah. and Green Bay. But uh those they also have multiple day two picks too. Where that's like true. I could see like I don't know, I don't know. I and just I have a also feeling see, they may I, I could also see either of those teams trading out and somebody moving in for a player. Yeah, or at least with those one of their te- picks. Or the or those teams trading up for a wide receiver. I can see Green Bay trading up for a wide receiver. Ooh, like packaging. Yeah. Like how far do you think it go up? I don't know. Like if they like low teens? Yeah. Early you think earlier? Imagine you know how the Giants like to Houston, like to Houston second. Uh what about the Giants? Thir- I don't hate that either. May have just found something for uh my mock draft. Fuck yeah. off. I kind of like that. I kind of like the Packers trading up to like 13 for Houston's second first pick. And Houston trading back, getting more assets for, the, for their that. rebuild. I like that. And then, like, they go London. Maybe London's there or something for, for uh, Green Bay. I don't know. I love how we just went on a tangent that wasn't even about the <laughs> – Yeah. But, uh, big 10 players to fucking Green, love it. To Green Bay moving up for London. Yeah. Love that. I love that move. Boy's got to finish your paper. All right, Dean. Give me, uh, give me your second one. Yeah. Uh, this one is a fucking bona fide lock. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I need to find time to take my cat and bring it to AC and, and bet my cat, Mr. Biggs, my beloved cat, Mr. Biggs on this first O line selected Icky Aquanu. It's negative one fifty. You're paying a bit of juice, but this is, this is, this is a fucking lock. I I, I see no situation because the first, the first spots that you could see O-line being taken are going to be Houston at three and then Jets at four. There is no shot either of them take Evan Neal over Aki Aquanu, in my opinion. And then – What about the Giants? Five to the Giants. I guess I could see it. But oh, they like cross too. Especially when you're filling in right tackle. I love I, – I, I still think they take Aki Aquanu. I just think that – I think that the NFL – you like may within, have just... I, with within the NFL, they have had Icky as the number one tackle for a while. I know you fucking losers were listening to, you know, some. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You saying you? You, you listen? I to also, I also had Aquanu. Everyone had Evan Neal going first, and then maybe Cross, and then Icky wasn't even a tackle. Icky's the best tackle in this draft by a, a solid margin, in my opinion. Okay, I think False. I think what you've convinced me to do is to bet Charles Cross. 
first offensive lineman oh, to come I, off the board. Oh my god, I'm so I happy love you said that. that. No, I'm so happy you said that because so it's so funny. I, I, I am going to say this. I'm gonna look that up. That pick is a fucking value pick. I love it's that. It's like plus what twenty two hundred or something. Twenty two to one I'm for, for right Cross to be the first O lineman taken. Apparently, the and, Giants really like him. And listen, if the Giants, I could see, I could see three and four not being a, a O lineman. This would obviously need to happen for this to be true. And then at five, say G men love Sauce. They take Sauce for that that Wink Martindale defense, or they get a, a you know a, an edge. They love Tibbs. They love Jermaine Johnson, which is definitely possible. And say. Panthers are up with all the alignment there, which is not impossible. And they still love their guy cross. I plus four four fifty for cross. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck you got twenty two to one. Twenty two hundred. Oh no, no, no. That is for um that was for a specific pick. You were seven Uh, times off. (laughs) I'm betting that right now. Factor of seven, Dean. It was it's at plus four fifty, that's it. I mean, that's a lot. There's only three possible options. Yeah, I think that's a sucker bet, personally. Yeah, that's the, I'm not taking that fucking bet. Fuck everything I just said. <laughs> Icky minus I, I 150 first O line selected. I don't know. I kind of love that bet. I Keep like, it what's, what was Neil at? It's so funny because there's so many plus draft props I was looking through, and I was just that's value over. Is it? That's value. Plus 220? More than, than Cross? Plus two twenty on Evan Neal. Yeah, that's fucking bad. Dude, I mean, you I'm saw with the Giants. I mean, dude, the Giants took fucking Andrew Boy, Thomas when, and the Giants took Andrew Thomas the, as the first tackle taken when everybody was saying that he was probably fourth, like around the the whole league. People were saying that, like, you never know. You're right. Know, no I, one I knows. Think that, I think, and apparently they really saying. like him. That's been like a I, report. I won't say zero percent. I'm just saying I think it's a sucker bet. Fair enough. All right, let's uh, let's uh, let's get it going. Right. So, um, my second one is uh, Trent McDuffie under 17 and a half. Um, this line has now moved um, to 16 and a half, so I fucking love that. Um, it's at minus 130. Um, I really think this is a lock, especially with all the reports. Um, that Houston's coming out and they're saying that they like Stingley, even if they like, so I think they're actually going corner at three. Um, so whether they take two of those corners, apparently Seattle really likes Stingley. Um, and I think that all roads lead to Minnesota for Trent McDuffie at 12. Um, and I can see a few other teams like the Eagles also taking Trent McDuffie, like him in that scheme. Um, and even Atlanta at eight, um, might be a little too high for him, but I think there's a lot of spots um, for Trent McDuffie. I think a lot of teams really, really like his versatility. Um, Wait, what was, there, what was the spot you got him at? 17 and a uh, half. 17 and a half. Oh, I think it's a solid bet. I don't think, I think the charge, I think the charges at 17 too are, are possibly an option. And what's that line? It was minus 130. Fuck, that's a good bet. And yeah. now it's, I think it was minus 125 at uh, 16 and a half. It's a little um, bit of a counter to my later bet, but I like that. Um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really that high on him. I have since kind of turned the corner. He's a really good player. Um, I was just really a big Kyler Gordon fan, but I think there's a lot of spots for, for Trent McDuffie. I think he could play on in almost any scheme. Um, so that's my second one. Ray Ray. Your good? first, uh, your first two hundred plus. So, guys, yeah. this is going to be now plus two hundred. 
to plus 500. Team, take a fucking Xanax and chill out, bro. That's yeah. Sauce's job. I need yeah, to whoa, get whoa, back whoa. to this paper, bro. No, you're, you're, you're saving 10 seconds and you're disrespecting him for life. So how about yeah. you calm down? Uh, yeah, whoa, it's not whoa, worth whoa. it. No, no, we're all we're we're all giving input. We're all doing color tonight. So I wanted to give Sauce a little bit of break, you know, a little break. I won't ask. I won't take my next one until Sauce introduces. All right, we're skipping. Uh, we're skipping Dean's. Whoa. We're skipping Dean's first one. Uh, <laughs> right, anyone? Any of my? Uh, any uh, Lord of the Rings fans out there? That was uh, that was Samwise the Brave, by the way. Oh, share the load. That's what he just said. Share the load. <laughs> that's all. That that seems amazing. Obviously, with our obviously with our fucked up heads. That that's some top tier. That's some top tier podcasting, bro. That's some. That is top tier podcasting because nothing I like more than sharing the load with my boys. Um. <laughs> all right, right. Give me give me your first uh your first media bet. We'll we'll call this one okay, okay. plus uh, two hundred to plus uh, plus five hundred. Yeah, so the first medium one, I'm just going Hutch number one overall. I think that value that just that's oh. come up too, that's that's come up too much. I got a plus two twenty five, um, plus two twenty five. I know people are saying that like uh, like what is it, Trent Balky? How do you pronounce it? Balky. Yeah, uh, he hates I fucking think, Har- right. He hates Harbaugh, so like he, he's not gonna go Michigan player. I think it's just I think it could just a lot of narrative. It's bullshit season, like we said earlier. Um, I just think plus two twenty five is worth the risk. I'll I'll throw a unit on it. I like that. It really is bullshit season, right? Like, right. I have no idea what to think. You make me. I have no idea what to think about. For I know this is a ton off topic, but like what the Panthers GM was saying today about taking quarterback. What do you say? Oh, I mean, it happened only like an hour ago, but he was he basically. I didn't get to watch the whole press conference, but he was saying QB is hundred percent in play for us. And reports came out that he directly talked to Sam and said, "There's a chance that we take a quarterback in the draft." That just sounds. And like that could be such bullshit. That sounds like. Why bullshit. would you say that? Yeah. Why would you say two days before the draft? It almost it smells. It smells like bullshit for sure. Yeah. I, my bad. I'm sorry about that though. Nah, you're good. Um, yeah, Ray. I really like that bet. Uh, how fucking pumped is uh, Detroit and Dan Campbell if? Trayvon Walker goes one and fucking Aiden Hutchinson just oh falls into that lab after oh. like months of being like, fuck, do we take a quarterback? Like, we don't really want to, maybe we don't want Thibodeau. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? Oh, that'd be Dude, so nice for them. Holy Dan, shit. Dan, the hammer Campbell, as they call him, will just be hyped the fuck up. Yeah. Torqued up on a Thursday night. Love that. Love that. All right, Dean. Fine. You can fucking go second again. Uh, All right, cool. <laughs> give me your- um, I love this pick because uh, I, I think if this if this boils, you know, if this comes down to Kayvon and Jermaine Johnson at number four, I genuinely believe that the Jets front office is going to look past the fucking age, which I think is a load of shit. I think they're going to see a player who has just bursted onto the scene. He transferred from Georgia. He had 11 or 11 and a half or 12 sacks uh, for the Knowles. And he just showed up and down in Mobile where the Jets staff was and just was a, a man among boys. And I feel like I'm underselling it saying that. I just think that this guy will be picked over the guy that we've heard for three plus years. He was the first overall prospect out of high school. Uh, obviously in Kayvon Thibodeau, he went to Oregon. 
very good and he's a great, great prospect. But I, I just think they see a guy who's propelled into outer space and that's Jermaine Johnson. So I think number four overall pick Jermaine Johnson plus 350 is an awesome line. And I, I love that bet. It's a great bet. I really like that line. Um, I could something I could so see happening. I've recently decided I want KT there, but I wouldn't be shocked if they went Jermaine Johnson. And he's a great player. I mean, he's a he's a top ten talent in this class. No, listen, listen. I I tried to put bias really aside. This is not something declaring that I particularly want Jermaine Johnson at four. I mean, we've talked about it every day. I think uh, I I probably every day go back and forth. So this is not even something I have conviction in myself. I just have conviction in how I believe they're thinking and approaching. Respect it. 350 is good value too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 350 is good value. All right, my first one uh, in this round, uh, got a little uh, build your own parlay um, sponsored by FanDuel. Shout out FanDuel. Good stuff, guys. Um, So... (laughs) My bet is for all these guys to be in the first round. I got Dax Hill, Devontae Wyatt, and Tyler Smith. Um, I really like this bet. Um, I know we were talking about Dax Hill a little bit before in the uh, in the Big Ten conversation, but I think he's a first-round talent, and I think he's arguably one of the best corners in this in this draft, I think he may be full. If you were just to put him at straight corner, he may be the fourth best corner. Um, he's a really, really good player. He fits a lot of schemes, fits a lot of teams. Um, really like him in the first round. Devontae Wyatt, I think, is just too talented to not go in the first round. He's also got a lot of good fits, especially in the back half. And Tyler Smith, there's been a lot of buzz about him coming up um, and being a first-round talent. And a lot of these – some of these tackles might might slip and, and he might come in. Um up until the first round, I think good spots for him, possibly um, Dallas, Buffalo to kick him inside, Tennessee, all, th- all three of those teams right in a row. I think good spot for, for Tyler Smith. So I really like this bet. Um, got this at plus 300 for all these guys. Yeah, I mean, I think you're pretty much betting on Tyler Smith. I, I feel pretty confident in uh, the other two. Uh, it's a little risky for my blood. I think parlays are for children. I've said that before. Unless it's a UFC parlay. Help would be a douchebag. This is, uh, <laughs> you know, this is a this is a one of one of a kind draft parlay builder that FanDuel's given me here. You know, I respect on, it. On, I'm, on, I'm, I'm coming around. I'm a little, are we talking a little boosty here? I got a little boosty here. Oh, that's hot. But before the boosties, boot Dean hates the boosties. <laughs> boosties are the are. The, Boosties are for children. Yeah. If you, if you take boosters and you think they're actually good. No, this is this was just one. my this was just my own uh, three guys that I picked. Gotcha. Um, I, I I like it. I'm I'm and, really betting. I think the other two are locks. I'm really betting that Tyler Smith is the first. I, I would agree with that. I, I I'd be a tiny bit worried about it. I still think plus three hundred is a solid. I think it's still. A I mean, solid it's plus three hundred. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't like it a lot, though. I, I already have, again, well-documented, as Ray would say. I'm not a huge, huge Tyler Smith guy, and I would probably lean that that Raymond, the Rain Man would probably be the last tackle to be taken over Tyler Smith. Really? Oh, Davis I don't think that at all. I think – Oh, Dean, I'm not even kidding. Bro, I, think there, I think there may be 20-plus picks in between them. 
Dude, teams fucking love the Rain I, Man. I, I would have to stop. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. I am not saying Tyler Smith is higher than Rain Man on my board. I'm just telling you what I think. And I, I think there's a chance that both of them don't. And then if there is a tackle taken, and again, if, if a team was to opt to go a little bit inside and say Kenyon Green comes back into the first, Linderbaum's back in the first, I, 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 I don't know if I would see Tyler Smith there. But again, plus 300 is good. Just, you're basically just betting plus 300 for Tyler Smith to be a first-rounder. So it's, it's solid. I'm, yeah. just trying to, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Fair enough. I mean, hey. You can do it with any pick, right? Oh, 100%. Nothing is ever locked. Not mine, but, but you know, yours. I mean, you guys definitely. Bet. I've been on a fucking heater. Shout out just baseball fans on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> those guys are actually on insane right now. I hit another two last We're night. still going? God, God, dude, damn. those guys are they're on Fuck. fucking fire the past All month. large numbers get out, so let's get Bro, <laughs> you just <laughs> fucked them over, though. Now, now they got a lot of pressure on them. They got that yeah, fucking stamp true. of approval. Not That's a lot of people true. can hold on to that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. So let's go to the second one in this uh in this grouping, right? What do you got? Um, someone's gonna have to give me like a countdown just to tell me where to go. All right. Ready? Three, two. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, okay, I'm just gonna go. Brutal. So I'm gonna go with the uh Falcons. My, my second oh fuck it, man. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Fuck. Holy shit. Oh. A one take guy, man. The second take is really fucking with me. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, okay, hold on. I'm so leaving that in the pod somehow. All right, we're just gonna address it. All right. <laughs> I know I know it can't be told, obviously, in the pod episode, but Ray had some technical difficulties. We dropped him. Brutal. Yeah, dropped out. Uh, <laughs> those who don't know, he can only afford cricket wireless, so his connection sadly, okay. sadly not too strong. It was not a connection issue; it was a computer issue. Uh, but yeah, it's a tough look for the host. Um, I'm a one take guy. I pride myself on it, so I'm sorry. I'll be better. But as I was saying, my second uh, mediocre uh, bet between two and five hundred is going to be Falcons' first pick being a quarterback at plus 400. Uh, this is one I kind of just stumbled across, and I've, I like the value. Um, and I really like a uh, Kenny Pickett-Falcons uh, fit. I think he fits well with what Arthur Smith wants to do. He's got uh, really good accuracy. He has some zip on it when he needs to. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the quarterback episode yesterday. You'll tell I like him a lot more than I thought I would. Um, so yeah, I plus 400, I think is really good value. I could see the Panthers trading out and not taking quarterback. And I feel like this is just a draft where there's going to be some surprises. There's already been some wild shit. I feel like no one knows what the fuck is going to happen. And I think it's a team that has a, a need and it's, I think it's a reasonable fit. Hey, the, a lot of uh, a lot of very respected names in the industry are saying that this might be the most volatile draft. Obviously, in conjunction with, in conjunction with, uh, I, I would say top scouts on where players are going to end up. You know, we could have we could have we could have some back end of the first round guys easily be third rounders. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, with all the, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With all the uh, with all the teams that have multiple firsts too, and all, and all the teams that don't have firsts, um, 
you we mentioned it in a, a few pods ago, but I think it's we're going to see the most movement possibly ever in the first round. I think it's just the way the way this draft has gone without the quarterbacks too. Yeah, this one was just a, a straight up gut pick for me. Yeah, no, I, I hey, I like it a lot. I, I definitely see the fit, and just like you, I've picked it as my first quarterback by a solid margin. The only one that's not a developmental quarterback uh, and someone I could see starting, if not out the gate a few games in. And I think having an okay to solid impact for sure. I I, obviously you want to see Pickett go to a more solid foundation as you do with any young quarterback, but they have a ton of capital on that old line. At least he'll be standing upright. Yeah, have some day two picks now. He'll need, he'll, yeah, they'll need to obviously address wide receiver later on for sure. But I, I like that a lot. Yeah, Dean, what about you? Your second one of uh, of this group. Yeah, this one shouldn't surprise anyone, especially people who listen to us. I've been on this guy day one. Fucking love him. I was a little bit upset. Not a little bit, a little bit more than a little bit upset that he – kind of delayed his pro day like three times and still didn't do any testing. And then it was kind of like a half-ass position drills. He was kind of doing half speed, three-quarter speed, it looked like for most of the time. Uh, I wish I would have saw a little bit more bite out of him, but I I see still my first wide receiver. And for that reason alone, the the prop pick is going to be first wide receiver selected, Drake London, plus 250. I could just see him – We've heard a ton of teams like him. Now we hear that Falcons are in on him. Uh, I think he can go absolutely anywhere. Say if the Seahawks move DK miraculously beforehand or they know they want to move him and they take him at nine, I wouldn't be completely shocked. But they're just a slew of teams that could take him. He could be at eight to the Falcons. He could easily be 10 to our Jets. He can go 11 to the Commanders. That still doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – I I love that pick. I think it's a solid value. Yeah, it's um a lot higher than I thought it was. I'm trying to check to see what it's at right now on uh my site. But yeah, that's um it went down a lot because of the Jameson Williams being yeah, for receiver talk. Yeah, but I, I, think, yeah. I, I don't really buy into that as much as everyone else. Yeah, sure. I think I saw Jameson at plus two hundred. Um, yeah, yeah, number two. Hey, London's not even not yeah. even the second. He's I'll, the third. I, I like it. I, I see like London it. on this side as plus two. As uh, at plus 200, which is, uh, I, around, I, I guess around the same mine. I'm using mine are, are from FanDuel from, I, I updated it like two, three hours ago. So yeah, yeah, as yeah. of about 8 PM on uh Tuesday, oh, I try, I trust you. I'm just saying, yeah, you better trust me. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with my last one here. Um, the last one I took in this range, I took Cincy to take a corner. Um, at plus 350. Um, here's my thought process through this one. Um, the other two positions that are are higher and odds, um, they have offensive linemen at plus 100 and then defensive line at plus 170. Um, a lot has been made about them taking um, linemen in this draft, and I think they probably will still, but I think they've done enough this offseason um, – going after Lyle Collins, Kappa, Karras, signed all those guys to pretty big deals and made big commitments. And then obviously they have Jonah Williams um, over on that left tackle spot 
Um, but I think they've done enough for Joe Burrow um, that they can go elsewhere with this pick. Um, defensive line could be another area that I'm more worried about. Honestly, I kind of like that one too. Um, but they did resign BJ Hill um, to a nice deal this offseason as well um, to pair him with Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard. And this defensive line, I know they lost uh, Big Larry in the middle, um, but this defensive line played really well through the playoffs. They were getting after teams. Um, and this cornerback room is fucking brutal. Um, their one signing, they re- they re-signed Eli Apple to a, a one-year deal. So um, it shows that I think they, they need talent in this room. Um, a lot of their other guys are kind of still – they're aging. Trey Flowers is still there, Mike Hilton. But uh, I think this is a really good spot for a corner. And honestly, I think that guys like Kyrie Elam, guys like Kyler Gordon um, could all fit at that 31 spot. Um, so I, I really like this for Cincinnati. No, I like that too. Um, what did you say that line was again? Uh, I got it at plus 350. I like that. Um, I, I think my – honestly, I think the other position that I'd be concerned with is just defensive line, like you said, just in that range. And then I guess maybe to a lesser extent linebacker, but I don't see offensive line. Um, I don't see them reaching on offensive line. I think, like you said, I think they addressed it enough where they can um, push, hold off for that next tier um, in, on day two. Yeah, I, I am worried. I don't think they'll take an edge, um, maybe. But maybe like if Devontae Wyatt fell a little bit, I could see them taking him or like, Maybe a Logan Hall fits in fits in that spot too. Yeah. Um, but I think I have more corners that could go in that spot than defensive linemen. If you it know is, what I mean. For sure, I agree with that. Um, so I, I like it at plus three fifty. Um, I gotta wait for that one all the way to fucking end, but uh, I like that bet. All right, so let's get to it. Our big money ones, um, the plus five hundred and up. Um, we originally made this plus a thousand and up, so my, mine's a little crazy. I don't know what raises that, um, but we'll see. Right? What do you got here? Oh yeah, I got a little zesty here. Um, I don't even understand how this is a prop bet, but I fuck with it heavy. Uh, Kyer Elam being the third quarterback taken at plus fourteen hundred. Uh, I think the, there's a clear cut top two in my opinion. Obviously, it's Sauce Gardner and Derek Stingley. And I just think after that, it's going to be kind of different flavors, you know, like whatever a team would prefer. And I think Kyer Elam is the next best press man corner in the class. I think he's number three in my rankings, too, overall. Um, So I think that a team can view him more valuable than a Trent McDuffie who doesn't have the measurables or Kyler Gordon, who's kind of been a little inconsistent, didn't have the best combine that people thought he would. Andrew Booth has those injury concerns where I think a team – that plays a lot of press man is going to uh, really like Kyrie Elam. So I think, I think this bet's also just hoping that corners fall a little bit because I think the Patriots at 21, right? 21. Uh, the bills at 25 are good fits. I can even see the Ravens at 14, to be honest, but uh, this is just a shot in the dark plus 1400. Like I said, so. That's what I, think I, you hit it on, I think you hit it on the head. I, I love everything you said. And that's the first thing I thought about when you said it was I, I believe that this would be pretty contingent on corners falling, um, obviously past the top two, which I definitely think that there's a good chance that they will be crazy early 
Oh, my bad. Um, but hey, if that happens and Roger McCreary isn't taken or Andrew Booth isn't taken at 15 to the Eagles, uh, it's it's hard to find from 15 to 20 where a quarterback, you know, 16 to 20 where a quarterback will go if you know, if Eagles again at 19 decide that they don't want to address it. And I think 21, I think after the top two, I agree with you. I have Andrew Booth and McCreary over Elam, but I, I think their flavor would a hundred percent be Kyrie Elam there. I and I think that's a huge, huge position. Right? I thought, I thought he misspoke at first. Did I say McCreary? Said said twice. Yeah, I think maybe even said three times. If I'm being I, completely honest, I'm sorry about that. I, I I meant I meant McDuffie. I apologize. McCreary, the McCreary monologue. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's both Mick, so I I, I won't apologize. That's actually. racist, bro. Yeah. Fuck. Oh my god. I. Right. All right, Dean. Give me yours. Yeah, my flyer is gonna be, and this one I fucking love. Uh, I, like love, love. It, it's it's a little bit less. Then, you know, 10 to one plus thousand, which I know you both are over, but it's, it's right there. It's plus 900 and it's going to be top two picks, the exact order. So at number one, it would need to be the first guy. And at number two, it would need to be obviously the second guy. There's no, no changing. And that's going to be Hutch at one, presumably to the Jags, if there's no movement and then Walker two to the Lions, which we have seen be mocked a ton, um, you know, at the beginning of this month, obviously there's a ton of steam where Walker's becoming a fairly, fairly huge favorite to be the first taken, but I just don't buy into it. I, I again, like Ray said, I'm going to just echo him. It's, it's bullshit season. And Hutchinson's still the best player in this draft. He has been for a while. He's, I think he's 100% locked in. And number one, I glocked it many, many episodes ago. And then after that, I, I think the Lions would probably take Walker over Thibodeau. So Hutch Walker, exact order, one, two for plus 900. I like it. Uh, I would have liked it better if you boxed that a little bit, you know, maybe make it so the order doesn't really matter too much. It'd be pretty sweet. Shout out to my pony betters. Um, it's I, that, that, <laughs> no, Listen, that's the first thing I looked into. It was a very, very bad line, though. Don't it lie to me. Like, don't. That was not the first thing you looked into. You don't have to lie. It was. I don't even think you looked at it. <laughs> I looked at it. It. It was. It was a. It was very, very low compared to it. But hey. It's definitely something that you can box if you'd like. I think that's a very, very safe bet. I mean, we pretty unanimously don't believe it's going to be Malik. And with all the talk about Tibbs not being in top five. Well, the other day, Tibbs went down to minus 120 to go number two. And that was before the whole uh, Trevon Walker going one. So I don't think anyone knows what the fuck's going on. And these and when you, the lines change like this, that's when I get fucking worried. Very true. I think doesn't know. No one knows. That's very, very true. I just don't like what, when the things that I look at and the things that I take into account when it comes to all this draft talk and the volatility of these guys, I, I like to see stuff that was kind of said, kind of being repeated. 
uh, I guess is the best way to say. Obviously, this Walker stuff is just happening right now. It's craziness. It's it's bonkers. He's just automatically going from, yeah, maybe a fringe top 10, which he did come out of nowhere to get to, to all the way to one, which was never even believed to be a possibility. But the Thibodeau thing, we're talking about two months ago, several, several very, very high profile draft scouts were saying a lot of GMs are saying Tibbs is not even a top five guy on their board, maybe, and won't be taken possibly even in the top 10. And then obviously it died down a little bit. He came back in a lot of mocks to, you know, top five, mostly to our jets, but, and then it's coming back. It's not something that is just said once and done. I, I usually think that's most, most, most of the time the smoke, but I think that this could be real. Yeah, fair enough. I don't hate it. I don't hate it because it is crazy that in the span of a day and a half that this guy's the first pick now. I mean, maybe that's what this is like what they've settled on. And it was just media pushing Hutch as the number one guy because, I mean, on almost everybody's boards, he is the number one guy, but it's all about the team that takes you. So it's true. Yeah, Who knows? Goes down to the Jags. We'll, we'll, we won't know until uh, until draft night. So, that guy um, needed injecting into my fucking veins. Okay, yeah. Sauce, close us out here, Sauce. All right, I'm gonna close this out here, um, and I'm gonna get one for the for some of the boys back home. I got a G-man pick here. Um, I got one that I really like. Uh, plus thirty one hundred. So we're taking a <laughs> so we're so we're taking a huge huge flyer on this. But I'm going to tell you why this makes sense. I got the Giants taking Neil at five and then taking Kayvon Thibodeau at number seven. Um, so let me that's, tell you how, how this. 3,100? I know. I that's really wild. love this bet, honestly. That is pretty wild. Um, that, that seems like a – I don't know. It seems like it would be like plus 1,500. That's crazy, actually. So let me go through my draft scenario. So if all these reports are right, Draymond Walker's going one. Aiden Hutchinson would likely go two, falls right into Detroit's lap. Houston, a lot of talk about Stingley, um, but I think they go corner either way, Stingley or Sauce at three. Then the Jets are a huge wild card um, for Thibodeau going here. But I think, I really do think they take Icky here, honestly, if it, if the draft falls this way, I really do. Um and even if they don't, they really like Jermaine Johnson. I could see them taking Jermaine Johnson over, over Thibodeau, too. Um, so we'll slot Icky or, or JJ possibly in at four. Then you're at the Giants, who need trench help so bad. Do they take Thibodeau at five? I don't think so, because Carolina's not taking him at six. So they go and get the tackle of their choice, who I think should be Evan Neal, um, at five. And then Carolina comes back and they take Charles Cross. And then it's set up for the Giants to take Kayvon Thibodeau at number seven. And they get their offensive and defensive line for the future and build next to Andrew Thomas and Aziz Ojolari, who had a good rookie season last year. Ray, you're raising your hand. Yes. Um, I'm just going to counter this. Fuck the Giants. Um, <laughs> what happens in that scenario? Jets go icky. Giants go Evan Neal. Jets trade up to number six and take Kayvon from them. Fuck the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, over, we're talking about then, plus then I'm fucking p- 
home as a Jets fan. Yes. And what's money to me? Emotional um, edge. Um, Love it. Shit. So, you know, these are all in good fun. But honestly, I think that's a realistic scenario for the Giants. And to get it at plus 3,100, I think is really, really strong. Um, no, that's sick, that's sick value. That I could totally, I could totally see that happening, and I could totally see the Giants being in love with Thibodeau too. Yeah, um, and I think that's probably where he slides to the furthest. Like, I think that's honestly his floor. Um, so I love that, and I and I think the big thing is, do the Giants take Neil or Cross? But I I do think that Evan Neal is the better tackle, the best tackle, honestly, on my board. Um, so I really like that for the Giants, but, uh, yeah, that was fun. Nice little degenerate pod for the boys. We'll see. Of course, this pod will drop tomorrow and some new news will be out and all of our lines are fucked. Before we get out of here, you want to hear something funny? Like yeah, a month sure. ago, uh, Chris took Sauce Gardner to uh, be the first corner and he like laid like, he's like, I'm just going to fucking hammer. He's like, there's no way uh, he's not. And he is shitting his pants now with all these <laughs> fucking Eric Stingley reports, dude. Yeah. He's freaking out. He's thinking about hedging and taking uh, Stingley go three. Oh, and, he'd be yeah. such a bitch. If, yeah. That is bitch oh, me. if he does that, that I'm going to call me, him out so bad. That is bitch me, but that's a, that's a, a solid, solid hedge for sure. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure he would still make out positive. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't he put he hammered, he hammered the sauce bet. Damn. All right, so that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our NFL Prop Bets pod. Come back tomorrow. We got another pod dropping. We're fucking going crazy this week. Um, We we are going to be doing a group mock draft, what we believe is going to happen Thursday. Um, So we'll have that for you Thursday morning, right before the draft, so you can prepare. Um, As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at between two tackles with the number two as we go through the 2022 offseason. The draft is two days away. Let's go, fellas. Appreciate you. Peace.